I'm Cherish. And I'm Isis. And we created this podcast to empower, uplift, and connect with people just like us. Having conversations about everything from self-love, conquering fears, and setting boundaries, we will tell our truths with full transparency. said we back in a while so we back again <laughs> episode 11 we're almost done with this season it's lit it's lit it's lit it's lit today we're coming back with the q a yeah that we've been talking about for five ever so for... we finally doing it yeah thank you for everybody who um asked questions we appreciate it we appreciate you and yeah, so we're going to jump right into it because I ain't trying to be here all day. We got money to spend. Yes, we do. We have places to be. Okay, so <clears throat> coming out the gate hot. Okay. <laughs> do you think you base your self-worth on your accomplishments? Yes. I think, oh dang, I think I said it too short. I feel like that's something you shouldn't do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Mentally, if I'm not accomplishing things, I feel like a bum. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it kind of just goes hand in hand. Like if you're not doing shit and you just bumming and you can't be smoking and drinking every weekend and not be doing shit that matters. Yeah. It make, it just makes me feel very bum-like. So yes, even though I probably shouldn't do that, we're being real. My self-worth, I have to accomplish things or else I just feel like, what the fuck are you doing, Isis? Like, what? Yeah, but does that make you feel like you don't matter if you're not accomplishing things? I mean, if you asked me last week how I was feeling last week, yeah. I would be like, yo, like, what's your purpose? Like, are you're, like, pointless. You're useless at this point. Like, you're not doing anything. So to not feel that way, you need to get up and do the things that make you feel good. So I feel like my accomplishments also come from, you know, doing things that make me feel good. So if I don't do that, then, yeah, I guess, I mean, I guess. So, so what do you consider an accomplishment? So if I set a goal, it could yeah. be the smallest goal. If I set a goal and I can just mm-hmm. do it, that's accomplishment to me. Okay. Even the little things, like even if it's like I'm telling myself I'm going to do the dishes. If I accomplish if I accomplish that and like I do whatever else I say I'm gonna do, I feel good about myself. Yeah. If I don't and like my house is a mess and I didn't do anything I planned on doing for the day, yeah, what the fuck are you doing, bitch? Get up. See, okay, so when I was thinking about it, I was thinking of accomplishments on like a greater scale, mm-hmm. like graduating oh, okay. or like getting an apartment and shit like that. But like the way you put it, I I get it. Yeah. Um, I think I do too, honestly. Like, I be feeling like shit when I don't do anything. Unless, like, well, I mean, I'm in a constant state of burnout. <laughs> but, like, unless I really feel like like I really can't do anything today, I gotta mm. be doing something. Mm. Like, to for me, as you all may know, because I talk about it every fucking episode, as long as my, my one thing is, as long as I work out. As long as she can go to the gym. I don't have to do shit else that She's fine. Yeah. But, like, I feel like a couple years ago, I definitely, um, okay, so, like, when I enrolled to get my master's degree, 
it was because I was bored and I felt like I wasn't doing shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like I wasn't accomplishing anything because I was just going to work and I just felt bad. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely based my self-worth, self-worth on my accomplishments. And I don't really want to do that because, like, it's okay to just live. Like, it's okay yeah. to... But but how many days is it okay to just live? You can't just live all like you know every week of your life. I mean you can like you should like thank God you're alive. But in the sense of like just live being like just like again like not accomplishing anything. I think accomplishments are a part of life. Yeah, I just know people that don't strive for shit and they seem to be having a great time. <laughs> if that works for you, it works for you, me, yeah. for you. But for me, I couldn't do that. I'd be depressed. Yeah. I'd feel like a bum because I mean, I like to smoke. So what am I just gonna smoke all day and not accomplish anything? That's some bum shit. Oh God, you're gonna offend some people. <laughs> I mean, hey, if that's how you feel, then that's how you feel. If that's you know, if it resonates with you, if it relates to you, you're then a bum. If it <laughs> no, doesn't, then keep kidding. it pushing. Roll your joint, keep it pushing. <laughs> so, how can one outgrow habits and change into the person or like have the lifestyle that they want? Um, I would say it starts with like waking up every day and being the person you want to be. You have to live your life as the person you want to be and eventually you'll be that person. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to be super hot and fit. So when I wake up, I'm living the life of a fit person. I'm Mm -hmm. going to the gym, I'm eating right, and I'm looking in the mirror and telling myself I'm a bad bitch because I am. Exactly. And I just feel like it's really important, like, if you feel stagnant. Or you feel like, like, you come to the realization, like, this isn't what you want. You got to really sit down and evaluate what you're doing and what mm-hmm. doesn't align with your yeah. goals. And X all that shit out. Yeah. <laughs> I think it is, I watch this girl on YouTube. Her name is Lynette Adkins. Okay. Like, oh you sent my, me her, yes. Yo, she talks about romanticizing your life. Mm-hmm. Pretty much whatever life you want to live. Do it now, like, mm-hmm. to the extent that you can. Like, of course, don't don't start scamming to buy Gucci. Don't and, live above your means. <laughs> don't live above your means. Live with it. And you can, like, dress nice and have a good time within your means. You just have mm-hmm. to know how to do it. I feel like it's, like you said, you have to wake up every day and choose the life that you want. Mm-hmm. So if you wake up today and you're like, I feel like being lazy, what are you going to do? Be lazy. If yeah. you wake up today and you're like, I want to live or I want to have a meaningful day. I want to get X, Y, and Z done. I want to make sure my house is put together. I get all my errands run, everything like that. That's what you're going to do. Yeah. So again, it's just about romanticizing your life and really understanding that you can make this life whatever you want to make it. We mm-hmm. really have all control. The only person that's stopping us is us most yeah. of the time. Like It's literally all a mindset. Like mm-hmm. you, Your mind has to be stronger than your feelings. You have to push through even when it's shit you don't like, when shit gets hard because like if that's what you want, then you got to fight for it because it's not going to just come easy if you've just been sitting and doing things that are counterproductive to your goals. Yep. So. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a good one. Period. Romanticize your life. Period. It's a good life to live. And was it what did J. Cole There's no such thing as a life that's better than yours. Okay. No such thing as a life. Yep. I wasn't sure what you were, what you were singing <laughs> no at first. No such thing. But... No such thing. <laughs> so, um, do you think your emotions control you or do you control your emotions? Oh, my emotions run the <laughs> shit out of me. <laughs> She said, that's an easy one. That's easy. 
yo, my emotions are just haywire okay they literally show up and they tell me what i'm gonna do today okay <laughs> they romance it it depends on how i feel like and just like everything else but truly i feel like i have a hard time handling my emotions like whether it's mad whether it's sad whether it's happy i literally cry all the time so for instance <laughs> like something could be on tv i can't watch american idol I'm crying. Like, I'm... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> but why are you crying in American Idol? You want to know what it is? The people, their stories, they come from such, like, hard places. And to get up on stage and to sing the way they sing, and they, like, be putting their whole life into it. And then some people, like, on The Voice or American Idol, they don't get chosen. And I just be wanting to choose everyone so I get sad because they weren't chosen. And that's why you a viewer and not a judge. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> I was like, I want you. You can't sing, but I need you on my team. Please. <laughs> So, oh yeah, my, my emotions definitely, um, I'm trying to work on, you know, having a bit more control of them because I don't want them to control me so much. I want to be able to have more of, like, a, a harness on them. I want to be able to, like, if I feel something, snap out of it quicker. That's mm -hmm. my issue. If I cry and if I'm upset enough, I'm going down a rabbit hole and I'm crying. Yeah. Like, I'm like... <laughs> like, I'm hyperventilating. <laughs> yeah. If I'm happy, I'm ecstatic. Which, that's one I really don't mind because I love being happy. But then if I'm pissed off, yeah. I'm pissed. Honestly, I'm pissed. But I think I can come back down depending on the severity of it. I think the only emotion I'm really... I struggle with is sadness. Okay. That's the only one that that bitch will They're creep really up. Really choke cord on you. Yeah, man. She, I don't know. She got like whips and chains and shit. She just be holding me down. Mm. Um, mm. me on the other hand, I think it's a combination of both. I think it kind of is hard because I don't. <laughs> I'm not an emotional person. Like I don't know. Recently, I've just been in this state of bliss and mm -hmm. happiness and. Almost like this drunk happy, like, oh my god, I love you so much. I tell Amir I love him probably like 10, 20 times a day. Oh. Like, I don't know. I've just been in like, I think it probably has to do with working out because of dopamine and mm -hmm. all. But, oh, I just be like, you just feel good. Like, all the time. <laughs> but, like, I don't, when I get mad, that doesn't last. I'm not a person that hold on to being angry yeah and sadness i know her <laughs> i know sadness and like sadness sits in my pocket right here <laughs> just waiting but i don't i can say I've, i'm probably only sad for like probably like i could be sad for like a day mm. and then i'm done with it no my sadness is like a leech that would be sucking the life out of me. Like yeah. I like when I really feel down. Like I'm not as talkative. Well, obviously, I'm not mm -hmm. as talkative. I really don't want to do much. Like I really just be wanting to chill, and I just be having a hard time pulling myself out of that mind state. Yeah, and it takes for me to really, I really have to decide one day, and that's where the mind over matter comes in because I really have to like cuss her out one day. 
and it's like a whole process. Like yeah. I look myself in the mirror, mm-hmm. and like I really have to go go ham really quick and yeah. tell myself about myself. And I'm talking to that bitch on the mm-hmm. inside. Like I'm like, bitch, you're not you're not having a hold of me no longer. Like I'll probably be down for like three days, and I'll come back and I'll be like, okay, yeah, you know. See, like I just kind of let my sadness leave. Mm-hmm. I, with my emotions, I don't try to, like, force myself out of there or anything. I just let myself feel how I feel mm-hmm. and then move on. Because I feel like the more I focus on it being there, the longer it stays. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so sad. But if I'm just sad and just doing other shit while I'm sad, then it'll just go away eventually. See, I think that's where the hard part is. Because then, like, if I'm sad in my head, since my brain is just always... I feel like I'm always... Like, in my head, just feeling the sad. I don't know. It's like it swells my brain or something. Like, it just takes over everything. Mm -hmm. And all your thoughts are like, I'm so sad. I'm so sad. All my thoughts are like, either like, bitch, you're sad, smoke, or bitch, you're sad, go to sleep. Or bitch, cry. I feel like she's literally in there like, cry. (laughs) Cry. (laughs) Because I'll be fine. And I'll be like... And then like... It's just over from there. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot. So how did your complexion modify how you view yourself? Okay, so um, fun fact. Like, you know how there's the whole light skin thing? Like, everybody wants to be light skin at one point? Mm-hmm. Never me. I don't think I would even look right being a light light skin skin person. I love my complexion. Mm -hmm. I was never one of those kids that was like, oh, I need to stay inside in the summer. I don't want to get too dark. Sun me. (laughs) Set me outside. Tan tan me. (laughs) Like, oh, I love a good tan. I don't know. I just love being... I loved always being brown, and I think my mom is like uh, a couple shades lighter than me, and my dad is like dark, like... Oh, so you're, like, the perfect combination. Of them, too. Yeah, like, he's, like, microphone dark. <laughs> like, my dad is dark. And I don't... <laughs> and, and I think, like, as a kid, my mom used to always tell me, like, how beautiful she thought my dad's skin was. And so, like, although all the outside shit was, like, oh, light skin and pushing light skin on inside my household, oh, uh, we was chocolate, baby. <laughs> We, team yes, we adored chocolate and it always just made me so sad that people wanted to be lighter mm-hmm. and like the only part of that that I resonate with is like with my hair like with the how like with darker skin you usually have a coarser texture hair oh, and, yeah. and my hair she's 4C and she's a struggle and I've always wanted like like looser curls and my mom used to always tell me i'm so sorry like about my hair because she ain't know how to fucking do that shit either yeah she was like damn listen <laughs> she had the comb in one hand the gel in the other hand was like, like this is a struggle for both of us but and like right here i don't know like i i always i always say i hated my hair it was just always a lot and mm-hmm. i don't have patience worth a damn like i have <laughs> no patience so that's why I'm about to lock it the fuck up. Okay, that's going to be exciting. It's going to look so good. I have never wanted to be light skinned. Like, when I was younger, I felt like I was definitely lighter than what I am now. I think I've settled into my skin complexion. Mm-hmm. From, like, a, I don't know if you've been the same complexion your whole life. Pretty much, yeah. For me, I've, like, kind of been the same, but I used to be, like, a little bit lighter. Mm-hmm. And then I think once I started playing sports and just being outside more, it just kind of, like, set yeah. in. So, for me, I'm a summer baby. 
I hate the winter because I hate being white. Mm-hmm. And I hate it because, like, my skin tone's not even. Like, I have very, like, blotchy skin. Mm-hmm. So, in the winter, you can really see, see it. it. Like, on my back, you could see it. It's on my stomach. It's, like, mm-hmm. on my chest. It's everywhere. In the summer, let me tell you, a bitch is bad, okay? Period. I'm bad in the winter, too. But in the summertime... It's different. I'm just so... Luscious. I don't even know the color. Yeah. And I have like a red undertone, like mm-hmm. red and yellow, orange, whatever the yeah. fuck. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I honestly, if I could date myself <laughs> in the summertime, I would, I would. I just love me so much. Summertime <laughs> you me. You sound like me. <laughs> summertime me, I'm so different. I get seasonal depression too. Yeah. So I think that's probably another reason why I just wasn't really like feeling it either. Mm-hmm. But summertime me, I am in bloom. Like I am like, yeah. you can't tell me nothing. Every day I want to do something. Every day I'm getting dressed. Mm-hmm. Every day I just look good. I don't wear any makeup in the summer. Like I just flawless i love it and then my hair (laughs) i just love doing the different like styles in the summer and like playing with the colors Mm -hmm. off the skin complexion you know like a nice i feel like coffee like i feel like coffee with a little creamer just just a hit of creamer like hazel hazelnut creamer at that just Hazelnut with some whipped cream on top. It just oh. You heard it here first. Ice is a is a cup of coffee. Yes, with whipped cream on top. With whipped cream on top. <laughs> so, um, what helps you through laziness? Uh, I guess the the. Okay, she said. Why would you ask me? <laughs> so, what helps me through laziness? Like when I really have to do it is when I sit back and think about why I'm being lazy to do absolutely nothing okay so then when I sit back and think about do I want a lazy ass life Mm -hmm. do I want my life to be when I hear lazy I think of a flat tire for some reason (laughs) so like do I want to live the life of a flat tire no Mm -hmm. so I get up and I pump that bitch meaning like I pump out whatever I need to get done and at the end I usually feel great and I feel like cleansed or Mm -hmm. something I, I always say cleaning my house because like that is a big area where I can get lazy, like laundry and stuff yeah. like that drives me insane. Like, I just, I have so much clothes. Why? Mm-hmm. So then I think about it, I'm like, well, I want clean clothes. So thinking about the things that you want for yourself, like, do I want to have a hard time picking my clothes because I have so many dirty clothes and not many clean? And then I end up buying new stuff because I have dirty stuff yeah. when really you had everything you need all along. Mm-hmm. So that's what gets me out. I just want to live like a better life. So I don't, I can be lazy after I do what I need to do. Yeah. And then at that point, it's not lazy, it's a relaxation. Mm-hmm. So then I just feel better about the whole situation. And then yeah. I get to smoke and don't feel <laughs> bad about it. Yeah. I mean, I'm a smoke before too, but stuff. <laughs> Um, I don't. You just let yourself feel it. mm -hmm. She just—it's just because I don't. I don't. I don't really consider myself lazy just Mm -hmm. because all the shit I do. So it's like I. I don't allow myself to be lazy, but like. I feel like once I am like okay, if I'm just laying around and I know I gotta do shit, I'm like okay. At this time, this is when I'm going to get up. I give myself a couple minutes, get myself together, and then I just get up and do it and not really think too much about it. Because if I think and overthink about it, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to dwell on it. When the time comes, do you ever say, okay, five more minutes? Yeah. 
And then how many five more minutes do you have until you're like, you know what, I like can't two. keep doing this. Okay, so ten minutes at max. Yeah, and Damn. then it's also like, I was listening to this book, I think Atomic Habits, um, I recommend. it. Was really I want to go to Barnes & Noble today, so I'm looking to get some new books too. It's, it's really good. Um, And pretty much it just talks about coupling the things you don't want to do with things you want to do mm-hmm. so like if you don't like to fold your laundry put on a show that you like and fold your laundry mm-hmm. just make it so like it's not as unbearable mm-hmm. by either doing something you want to do while you're doing it or do something you want to do before or after yeah you got to set up the situation that's what i learned yeah set it up right so this is my remedy yeah <laughs> so before i hit the laundry right we're going to roll up. Okay? We're going to roll up. We're going to laugh. We're going to have some fun. We're probably going to like watch something funny while we roll up. Whatever. Then we're going to get to the... Ta- okay, then we wait like 10 minutes. Then we're going to get to the task. So now, you know, we're... And we're, you know, yeah. folding the clothes and we're watching something funny and it just goes by. Yeah. And then it's just like... It's like... Uh, what is it? Um, uh, when you like do something without thinking about it. I know what you You know mean. what I'm saying? Yeah. Y'all know what I'm saying. When you do something with it, like second nature, but that's not the word I'm looking for. So you do that and it's just, time goes by and it's like, wow, it's not that bad. Once Mm -hmm. you get the task over, you're like, it's not that bad. One thing that's always that bad though is dishes. Always. Yeah, I hate dishes. But dishes will never be... I just sat and did my dishes while I was watching a YouTube video before you came. And I was just like, okay, that wasn't that wasn't terrible. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I've just been... I think I'm just turning into an old woman because I just <laughs> now like cleaning my space. And I like it to be organized. And everything got to have a place. Like, oh, I can't wait to fucking move into a bigger apartment. But. Yeah, everything has to have a place. But I'm starting to like turn into like... I want everything to be so organized. I don't know. Do you have TikTok? No. Oh, my God. Because I know that I'll be even less There is organization TikTok. Yeah. There's TikTok for, like, there's a million different types of TikTok. But people tell me I should join fitness TikTok. Yo, yeah, you should, actually. I think you would do very well. I watch a lot of fitness TikTok, too, actually. Honestly, I follow a lot of their, like, uh, routines when I Mm -hmm. go to the gym. So, hey. And it's great exposure, too. Yeah. So, I think you should do that. But, uh, like, organizing TikTok, what? It makes me want to go to the container store and just, like, yeah, contain everything. Container but store then, is fucking expensive. Yes. So, <laughs> dollar store. Period. Um, but then, you ever realize, like, trying to have, like, a place for everything? Do you ever buy unnecessary things? Yeah. All the time. And I don't be saving receipts, man. Mm-hmm. I'm the worst. Yeah. So, I'm like, damn, I got to figure out how to use this. That fucking lazy Susan up there. Yeah. I have the same. Is that from Ikea? Yes. Oh, my God. I have the same one. But I painted mine yellow. You know, I got to be extra. Yeah. But, yeah, I paint. I actually use mine. But I was looking at that. I was like, wow, that looks kind of familiar. Yeah, it's from Ikea. And it's just up there. And it's just up there holding air. (laughs) So. (laughs) At least with the Black and Decker on there. Yeah. I just bought that. And we just haven't used a food processor either. It's actually a terrible time over here. (laughs) Like. Oh, my gosh. Thoughts on moving in with your significant other. So what was that like? Um, it was kind of like a no-brainer because I couldn't fuck in my mama house. <laughs> just, I mean. Just to be real and like, I don't like, me and Amir have this long ass history and it was like, once we got back together, it was like, okay, we, well, this is it. We doing yeah. this shit. And I think we got, 
we really got back together in like October of last year, and then mm-hmm. we signed the lease. I think in January, February. Like, <laughs> Y'all were like, yeah, yeah let's, let's, let's get this moving. Yeah, because it was just like we knew mm-hmm. this is it for us. So yeah, it was like I don't know. I don't. I think it can make or break your relationship, and I think you should not move in. With your significant other, if y'all aren't ready, yeah. like don't rush that shit because it can it can be very hard. Living with someone's different Living. than even being with them for the weekend. Yeah, That's, it's way. And different. then also like having a, or sharing all of the spaces with them. Like okay, if you have, I'm not saying get a two bedroom with your significant other, but like. Y'all sleep in the same bed. Y'all are using the same areas. Y'all are going to be in a living room at the same time. Like, it's just, it's different. You got to, you learn yeah. their habits, how they clean, how. And just, even a two bedroom, even a two bedroom, that don't be enough space. <laughs> it's not enough. Like, you're two grown ass people that yeah, have to live. Cohabitate. Like, so you just really have to understand each other. And even, I mean, you don't have to, you're always going to learn each other after mm-hmm. years. Like, even being together after like 10 years you're still going to be learning each other you might know each other very well but Mm -hmm. there's still going to be things you're going to learn as you go along but it's just like you really have to be prepared to share that space yeah like all the time and compromise yeah and compromise and understand that like the decor you like they might not like and you have to understand that it is so hard it is because you be wanting to just do whatever you want to do and honestly i have a lot of free range at the apartment i pretty much decorate everything there's a few times ashley's like i don't like this or i don't like that yeah and like sometimes i'd be in my feelings about it because it might be something i really want Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, like, let me just tone it down. It's two people. It's not just me. Like, it's not just all my ideas, mm-hmm. but it's 90% my ideas. So <laughs> I can, that's a compromise. Yeah. Like I said, it's just, it's hard and, mm-hmm. but it's fun. Yeah. It's very fun, but don't, yeah. don't do it unless your relationship is ready for it. Like, it's a test. Yeah. Okay. And you really just learn how selfish or how selfless you can be with living with somebody else. Like, Especially be oh sorry go ahead. like when you're cooking like you gotta make sure you're not just cooking for yourself yeah like, and then just, just just sit down with a plate by yourself like oh like, you're okay. here yeah like <laughs> sorry yeah like just you just have to learn to be considerate if you're not already it's just I, it's just a big learning experience and like I said it can make or break a relationship especially because not even just sharing the space but bills yeah like covering bills and covering like expenses like there's gonna be a time where it might be like you might feel like you're spending more money or they might feel like they're spending more money and it's about how are you guys gonna handle this because Mm -hmm. again it should i mean well i can only talk about me and my household you know some people believe in different Mm -hmm. ratios to who to spend what and who to pay for what but for us, we're very we're fifty fifty. Like we understand that we're both um we're both trying to save, we're both trying to grow, but we're yeah. both trying to enjoy life. So why not just split it fifty fifty and make it even? Like I'm not gonna make her pay for everything mm-hmm. or make her pay for like specific things, and you know me only pay sp- for specific things. Like we just split everything. It's it's been pretty chilling. Like yeah, and I've never been a person to like 
want someone to just pay for everything for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, I know some people are cool with that, and, like, I get it. I am. But, <laughs> like, <laughs> me, I have a hard time, like, if people just buying everything for me, like, I just feel like now I have to buy you everything, and I don't have an issue with that, but I will do it. So yeah. it's, like, it's, like, a hard thing for me to just accept a whole bunch of money from someone and not be able to give that back to them. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, like, me and Amir pretty much split things 50-50. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't mind getting gifts. <laughs> I don't mind getting gifts, but if you give me a gift, I'm matching you. Or it might be better. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, like, randomly, like, I'll go out and buy him some shit. Like, if I see something, I'm out, and I'm like, oh, he would like that. But I'm never just like... Oh, since he bought me flowers this week, I'm, I'm going to go buy him something. No, he bought me flowers. Yeah, like today, I want to get something for Ash. I don't know what to get her, How but I just want to get her something. Because, well, I think I felt bad because I'm wearing her hoodie without asking. So, it was like, I feel like, you know, she's leaving. It would be nice to come home to, like, a little gift. I would love to come home to, like, a little gift. Yeah, that's something. so sweet. So, I'm going to just, you know, do a little something. So, what advice would you give your younger self? Uh, Younger self, I would tell her, learn how to not give up on things so early. Like we were talking about earlier before, when things get hard, sometimes I just want to quit on them. Mm -hmm. And I would just advise her, and I've done that quite a few times in my, multiple, multiple times in my life. I would just tell her, you know, like hang in there a little bit more. Like even though things get hard, like... You're smart and you can do it. And if you just believe in yourself a bit more and give yourself more time, I always wanted to be great at everything as soon as I did it. And I think if I gave myself more time and a lot of things, I would be great at it. Like I used to want to do calligraphy. Okay. But I gave up. I mean, I have great handwriting, but mm-hmm. calligraphy, I don't know. My She's wrist, so humble. My wrist just wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> my wrist just wasn't doing what it needed to do with yeah. the calligraphy and I gave up a flick of the wrist. but I had a whole kit and yeah. like my grandmother used to like teach calligraphy and like do it and like I could do it I just gave up because it was hard but I really wanted to know how to do it I'm gonna learn one day when I'm like 80 years then old. you can write my wedding invitations yes. if I have a wedding um <laughs> who fucking knows I don't are you like anti-wedding or you like just don't know if like I'm not anti-wedding. I just, when I just think about being married, I just see myself married. I don't necessarily oh, like see, see my see a wedding. I don't like attention on me. I don't oh, like I wearing a, heels. I see a whole ass wedding. For, for you? Yeah, for me. I, like, I, I can see a whole wedding for you. But like, and you're extra as fuck. Like, yeah. I, mean, I, just, I honestly, I want a wedding in like the forest. I want it to be like enchanted, but black. See, yeah. like, I just, I don't like wearing heels. I don't Oh, like, yeah, me either. I'm going to wear Converse under my dress. I, I, don't like <laughs> I, don't be, I don't like being, like, super dressed up. I don't like having my makeup done. Like, mm. I just, I don't know. I don't. If I do a wedding, I was thinking about it the other day, it might be, like, a beach wedding just because I love the beach yeah. so much. But... I don't know, Isis. I really don't. Like, me and him, I just head to the courthouse (laughs) and have a reception. I would definitely, like, having an actual wedding isn't, like, 
like I want to have one, but if I got married like low key first, I wouldn't be mad about it. But eventually, I want to have like a nice wedding, and not necessarily a forest. I think I drew a little bit saying mm-hmm. like the last forest, but I want like a really nice setup. I'm I don't like wearing heels, so I'm telling you, I'm wearing. I'm gonna get custom Converse yeah. under my dress. I love Converse. One thing about me, I fucking have so many Converse. Mm-hmm. I just love them. And I'm going to have platform converse. They're going to have my name engraved. And it's going to be real cute. Probably have the wedding date and everything. Put in that bitch on the side. I'm going to have braids on my wedding day. Fuck out of here. What? That straight shit? I don't want that. So I'm having like a whole braids. And it's about to be. Ugh, it's going to be so cute. Oh, you cute. plan this shit out. And, you know, it comes to me in my dreams. Little pieces every now and then. So, yeah. I just. I might have a nice, cute reception. Yeah, like, I don't want nothing big, because, like, I don't want, like, irrelevant people at my wedding. I'm definitely going to have a small, but because it's going to be, like, small with people, it's going to be lit. Like, it's going to be, like, jumping. LED lights every fucking where. Like, you know how I feel about LEDs. I do. Everywhere. (laughs) And they need to go to the beat of the music, and I just need to feel it, you know? Okay, so, I feel like, what was the question? What advice would you give your younger self? And now we're talking about weddings. Okay, so, to my younger self, I I agree with you. I would tell myself not to quit when shit gets hard because, Mm -hmm. oh, Cherish was a quitter, Mm. for real. Like, I used to do dance, and they said recital. I said, Mom, I ain't going back. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't. They oh said, my God. oh yeah, we have a recital coming up. I said, y'all got a recital coming up because yeah, I'm, not, I'm not going and I sure didn't go. Um, I used to do tennis and then I got hit in the head with a racket. I said, oh yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> like, I feel like you would have been good at sports though if you found the right sport. Yeah, I think I want to try tennis again. But um, Actually, and I play tennis on the weekend sometimes. Yeah. I mean, you guys can come. Okay. Bring a tennis racket. I mean, yeah. I'm not really that great mm-hmm. at all. Ashley's better than me. I'm okay. I'm like baby, like Serena's little, little cousin. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Ashley's yeah. like Serena's like young sister okay. or something. <laughs> but yeah, I was telling myself not to, not to give up so easily. And like just try to tap in a little bit more with your emotions because... It's important to be able to explain how you feel. Mm-hmm. And that's something I still struggle with. Like, I can't pinpoint necessarily how I feel all the time. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, I just, I would just want to work on, like, how I express myself. Because it, it's still hard for me to just kind of express my thoughts, how they come to my head. Mm-hmm. It's, like, very hard for me to articulate that. So Sometimes it's hard for me, too. And, like, sometimes I feel... I'm trying to, but when I listen to myself, I'm, I'm like, like that's, that's not, not that's not mm-hmm. what you feel. Yeah, you just say anything right now. Yeah, so. so yeah, I definitely understand that. It's it's a task. Oh, and also just fuck people. That's it. Like how it gets my younger oh, self. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about what other people think. Like these people suck, and most of them aren't going to be in your life. For an extended period of time. So, so just do you. Yeah, and most of them are exactly where the fuck you left them at. Not <laughs> doing shit! Not doing absolutely nothing. So why are you stressing? Exactly. Why are you even stressing? Did I ask you that? Yes, I did. Yes, you did. So what made you want to start a podcast? Because for those of y'all that didn't know, Cherish came to me with this idea. So what put this in your head? Um, It stems back from me not being able to express my thoughts. Mm-hmm accurately and so like I wanted to challenge myself and I feel like I've just been known as just this quiet person and a lot of people say I'm not shy but I am fucking shy thank you very much um but okay you're 
shy. You're I, shy. I, I be feeling attacked. You be like, you're not even shy, and I'm like, but I am though. But um, I just feel like I just wanted to get my voice out there, and I still want to do a YouTube, and I just wanted to like kind of take baby steps into that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is just kind of my rebirth and just me opening myself up to the world and being more open. I feel like I'm very private and closed off. So mm-hmm. this is kind of just like a little glimpse into my thoughts and my Aww. head and how I feel. Oh Yeah, I definitely, I see that in you. Like as the podcast has gone on, I feel like you've gotten a bit more open with yourself yeah. and just been a little bit more vocal about how you feel getting yeah. out of your little show. Me, the reason I agreed is because, I mean, I like to talk anyway. <laughs> and I felt like Cherish and I had good chemistry. We had yeah. good conversations. And I never did a podcast before, so why not? <laughs> so why not? And it just sounded like fun. And I'm always down for new challenges mm-hmm. and creative adventures, anything like that. I'm, sign me up. Yeah. You know, a lot of people think we're cousins. Really? Yeah, like they think we're related. Oh, wow. So. I mean, we have become very in sync. Mm-hmm. It's honestly gotten a little scary. Yeah. Again, we don't plan our outfits. We don't match all the time, but we always kind of are on the same vibe. Mm-hmm. We're always about to text each other. One of us texts first. Yeah. And we just, I don't know, from really? far away, we just kind of like, yeah. the vibration. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it's supposed to be, though. Yeah. And I feel like this podcast has just made us closer. Mm-hmm. So. I feel like we've really started to understand each other more. Mm-hmm. Because, again, I think the next episode we should do a story time mm-hmm. about how, like, we touched on it a little bit now, but about how the podcast came about. Just yeah. a whole rundown. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. a whole, like, how full transparency was born. And I feel like that would be really cool. So, yeah. I ain't going to even dive any deeper <laughs> into what I was going to say. Alright, so I think this is the last one. Um, so when did you fall in love with yourself? <sighs> I really fell in love with myself the first this about to sound so dumb. But I <laughs> I know this was the moment. The first time I did box braids on myself and they looked really good, mm-hmm. I looked in the mirror and I cried because I was like, bitch, <laughs> you, are bad, bitch. <laughs> you are so bad. <laughs> and it was in the summertime yeah. too, so you know, I was just feeling like optimal, like, and that was the first time. So I'm going to say maybe like three years ago. Okay. I really like fell for like in love with like mm-hmm. literally I was like in the mirror and I took like 80 pictures. Yeah. I had to delete them all because they was taking up space. Mm-hmm. But I just really was like, you look good. You're able to do your hair yourself. Because that was one thing I always wanted to be able to do for myself was just do my hair. Because mm-hmm. I see how like a lot of people struggle because they don't like a lot of people can't do their hair themselves Me. or don't have the patience to do Me. it. So <laughs> the fact that I was a person that was blessed with the patience and the skill and a mom that used to do my hair all the time and mm-hmm. I could pick up those, you know, things on her, it just made me feel good about being able to be so versatile. So yeah. I think once I realized the versatility that I have as mm-hmm. a person, that's when I was like, Oh bitch, you lit. You could yeah. do anything. So just throw some sprinkle some confidence on top yeah. of it. You could really do anything. I would say I fell in love with myself probably during the pandemic. Like I I feel like I always gave off the vibes like I'm like stuck up and cocky and but like really mm, no, I was in college. I was 
sophomore year of college, I was definitely feeling myself. Like, I, I was in the gym consistently. I got my first wig, which was mm. fire. Like, and I was just having fun. It was, like, free in college. And I was just myself. But I feel like from that point... I've grown so much that I'm a completely different person. So I kind of re-fell in love with myself in the pandemic. Yeah, and I think that's why, like, my fall in love with myself was only maybe, like, three years ago. Because I've grown up a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, mentally, just how I think, how I handle myself, how I handle other people that don't handle me right. Yeah. Like, just, I stopped being, like, a pushover. Mm -hmm. I stopped being able to be walked on. Like, and I just really turned up bad bitch. Mm -hmm. And it just was amazing i think during the pandemic is when i just kind of removed all the toxicity from my life Mm -hmm. and i just felt like free and happy and ever since then it's just been like smooth sailing (laughs) like i really just don't have any (laughs) any rep no patience for nobody that like it really what really grinds my gears is when people just talk about other people or just Mm -hmm. every time i talk to somebody they're talking about people yeah uh i had to remove all those people from my life because you're just bringing me down and not even talking about them in like a positive way yeah not even highlighting the good things like just straight negative probably like negative from like seven years ago Like, like old shit and you just can't let it go it's just i just had to let all those people go so like i think since then like when i decided oh yeah like i don't want this for my life anymore i don't want to be a part of that anymore is when i really fell in love with myself i think that's good because i think removing people that are like judgmental Mm -hmm. from your life are is very important in a very significant moment because once you remove all those people that have all this judgment and you hear them judging people every day in and out you start well for me I when I would be friends with people that were judgmental it made me insecure to do things that I wanted to do because I'm like they're gonna judge me Mm -hmm. once you take those people out your life you're like fuck it like whatever I literally can do whatever I want like Mm -hmm. you know who I really used to um who I was very inspired by in middle school people that went through that very emo phase Uh uh-huh because they didn't give a fuck. Yeah. They wore whatever the fuck they want. They mm-hmm. did whatever they wanted. Like, the dark, crazy black eyeliner people wasn't yeah. doing at the time. The hair, wet, half wet, <laughs> looking just like whatever they felt. And yeah. I really... People used to judge them so hard, and I used to be inspired by them because mm-hmm. they could cut DC sneakers. Niggas would flame yeah. the shit out of them, boy. But yeah. they didn't give a fuck. They would wear them DC sneakers like it was nothing. And that is uh, was honestly an inspiration to me. And I feel like sometimes, like, even when I dress or, like, when I do my makeup, I always have, I feel that hint of, like, emo kid that comes yeah. out because I'm like, yes, like... Shout out to y'all for <laughs> making me realize, like, I can really be whoever I want to be, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. yeah, once you stop giving a fuck what other people think. You flourish. You flourish, literally. That's, like, the, that's the lesson from this episode. Stop giving a fuck what people think, and you'll feel ten times better. Be you. Be yourself, and just, like, run it up. Do yeah. your own shit. Be free. There's this song by Danny Lay called Be Yourself. I suggest you listen to it. If Period. You, know, you want to be yourself or whatever. <laughs> but with that, that was the 11th episode of yes. Full Transparency. One more episode of the season. Ah, 
fun. It's I been can't fun. Wait. Yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun. It's this is crazy. Yeah, I know. It's so great. But yeah, that's today's episode. I hope you guys enjoy and thank you for all the support. Thank you for listening. Yes. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Full Transparency. We would love to hear your feedback, so please leave us a review. If you want to get a notification every time we post an episode, subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at fulltransparency.podcast for more updates. See you next time. Bye.